Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. Today, as it's our first episode in June, we're going to be talking about June dairy breakfasts. In our spotlight, we'll look at our GDUs as of today or yesterday. In our Ag History Minute, we'll talk about the history of June Dairy Month. And we'll wrap things up with Cool Beans That's Corny and some current events. With me today are Bill Schomburg. Hey, guys. Max Garvey. What's up, everybody? Todd Schomburg. Hey to all the Tilthies out there. And I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy. Did you guys just get jacked for June? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. June. June Dare Month. Planting's wrapping up, and you just start right into having Saturday, Sunday breakfast, which we'll get to later. It's June, June's the best. Like, yeah, this weekend starts. will be the first round of them. So. Yeah, let's go. How are you guys coming on planting? We're, yeah, I think we're, we're pretty close to the end. A few fields here and there maybe that needed to be touched up because of the rain up. Max is shaking his head like... A conventional acres, yeah. The, the after triticale acres. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll, yeah, after rye and yeah. right. Yeah, a lot of stuff's coming off right now. That got pushed. That got pushed pretty late. I saw some triticale laying just yesterday, actually. So hopefully it's it. off before this weekend. That should be the goal right now. Just get it off before Saturday. Yeah. I had a, a couple of farmers tell me it's yielding well. They well, were, they were surprised that, let's put it that way, how well it's yielding because how cold it started and it really wasn't as tall as last year. I will say, in general, we harvested a little bit on the late side for if you were trying to make dairy Could quality. Good. Sure. And so, yeah, yeah, the yield was up because we harvested five days late, I guess, by that metric. So, but yeah, the yields have been, the bins are busting. Yeah, I just had that conversation day before yesterday about, you know, somebody was asking me about crimping rye and stuff, like, stage-wise, like, thought we were ahead. I'm like, no... No, we're behind. It's it'll good week at least, if not a little more. Do you guys think the wheat's behind? Trying to decide that. It seems fairly normal. The so wheat. It, it that's what I the wheat can't. just didn't get tall. Like right. There's not a lot of tall wheat out there, but it's starting to head so, out. Right. Yeah. So my like triggers is always we gotta have the wheat sprayed with herbicide by Memorial Day because that's usually when the flag leaves come out, right? We want to get it sprayed before the flag leaf. And I was walking wheat on Memorial Day. And it was fully flagged, so I don't think the weed is behind. No, it, it is seems like shorter. Right, it's shorter, and then the next trigger we always got to watch is for putting a fungicide on is like the most critical window in spraying ever that you got to have it when the heads are up. Some of the newer fungicides, you don't have that. Max is telling me, like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> no, uh, that you're right. This but, is like the most stressed I get about uh, Right, like you don't want to miss this window, and, yep. and wheat's like a bazillion dollars right now, more than ever. So it's like it just feels more critical even than it was before. So I I think watching that, it's like, you're going to be on pretty much normal, but it's always that weird, like, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to head soon. And it's going to be ready. It'll be like four to seven days. You want to spray it? And then you, you can't tell until like it's... Can you tell? Till the, yeah. You know when it, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. So we, uh, I, I had the, like, somebody asked me this yesterday. They said, isn't it, doesn't it feel like it's early to be spraying wheat? And I said, well... I don't think so. I looked at my notes from last year, and I sprayed mo- recommended spraying most of my weed on May 25th and 26th. And I this year I made most of my spray recommendations for weed on June 1st. So, put it that's how far apart we are. Yeah, so it's later than last year. Right, right, and fairly normal to a you know to a 
Yeah. Normal year. So, Todd, yeah. how many zeros is a bazillion? <laughs> yeah. Eleven dollars is what we decided. Yeah, eleven dollars is a bazillion. How many zeros does yeah. a bazillion have? How many Brazilian? <laughs> yes. are we talking here? <laughs> yeah, yes. But the new, like you said, the new. If you can spray one of the new fungicides, they don't stress you out as much. <laughs> they have way bigger windows. They're okay. It's good, but you got to be jacked for baseball going. And Brewers yeah. are just. I mean, lately lost a couple games, but. Overall, have an awesome Big, well for how record. it started and versus yes. yeah. You know they're going to how it started versus how it's going now. You know they're going to lose some. They had like, the best record in franchise in their franchise history in the first fifty games. So they the bet their best record over the first fifty, and um, they split a four game series against the Cubs. They won the the doubleheader, which was crazy. You win a doubleheader and then you yep. lost the next two. But they got like ten guys hurt. They're bringing up pitchers. Yeah, that kid, the kid who pitched the other night, uh, Alexander. Yeah, Jason Alexander. Is it really They're like from Seinfeld? Yeah. George Costanza? <laughs> yes. That's great because he worked for the Yankees on the show. Right. And, right. Like, <laughs> and then the guy who won the game or closed the game last night was some guy nobody ever heard of. Like, they're just, they're just like duct tape and whatever putting this in there winning. Even like Gellick, Christian Yelich was like, off to a better start, and now they were saying his average is still like two yeah. mid twos, right? Like two fifty, yeah. and he's not doing that well. And that's crazy to me too. Like even some of these guys that are are like are overpaid. Like he's yeah. turning into like a Ryan Braun almost, right. where you kind of overpaid him. Yeah, he's still good, but he's definitely not great. McCutcheon had the winning hit last night, and he was in a over thirty two slump. He did say on Twitter the other day, yeah. my slump will be broken. I think it might have been yesterday. Did he? My slump will be broken. Nice. And then, yeah, he had the game winner last night. It sounded like, listening to the earlier innings, that he had a couple just rockets that were right at, like, he was due. He was just hitting them right at people. Yeah. I hate that when you when they hit the ball so hard and you can, you can tell off the bat, like, that thing is just cruising. It goes right, right at somebody. somebody. Yeah. Especially now with the switch, or yeah. the, well, yeah, and then, and then you see the guy who hits the little blooper, right? Yeah, that barely those, moves. those are the ones that drive you bananas. Like, is a coach bill? Is that the oh, worst? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had a my son had a game last night, and it seemed like every hit was just half swing. Just well, you were playing the Luxembourg kids, so yeah, well, weekies just burp, burp, just right over, and it's, we hit a rocket and then right at a kid. Yep. So. The old hit the ball 100 miles an hour, still get out. That's my personal favorite. Right. It's baseball. That's how it goes. When you watch the pros do it, it's like, you guys are professional athletes. What do you mean you can't get to that ball faster? Like, what What the heck? Get out there and show them how it's done. Yeah, right. <laughs> From my couch while I'm eating Cheetos and drinking beer. <laughs> Ma- Max would be winded like yeah. three steps. Like, no, okay. It's all right. Yeah. It's going to be Max at the Utter Tuggers game this weekend. Just. Heckling the yeah, sideline coaching them. He's more the uh, professional beer drinker in the stands yeah. than the. So you got front row seats. Yeah, my uh, my tour guide Dougie. He uh, he hooked it up with the front row seats. Yeah, he's. Uh, this has become a little bit of a tradition for us to go to the other tuggers. So they still do the thing where you can. Isn't like all you can eat seats or whatever. Where I don't know. In the back, though, there's some bleachers or something. They got a lot of different different, promotional areas that you can get. Yeah, there's one where it's like 
Well, you can eat hot dogs and whatever. <laughs> Don't sit there. The big and... deal is the free cheese curds at the door. I mean, that's the... Oh, yeah, you get like a, a, a little, little dime bag, bag of them. And yep. Sunday? Every day. Every day the other tuckers? Yeah, I think so. It's free cheese curds. They wow. usually have a cow around, normally from uh, just down the road here. Nice. That's yeah, I cool. thought your favorite night would be Princess Night, but... No, Princess oh. Night is not my favorite night. It's a close second. It's a close... Star Wars Night is good, too. We went... They had a Jurassic Park Night. We went there. I, I bet you'll have one this summer with the new movie coming out. But that was kind of... They had, like, the actual Jeep. Like, nice. Watch it, where I, an, an actual... Not the actual. An actual Jeep painted up like it like was the out Jurassic of the movie Jeep. and stuff. Yeah. Anybody dressed up in that blow-up oh, yeah. Tyrannosaurus oh, Rex yeah. thing? Yep. Like half the stadium. <laughs> they had like a couple different dinosaur costumes. Felt bad for the one guy because it looked like that kind of urethane, like th- thick, heavy. And I remember it being a really hot night when we went. So, do you have to buy two seats for the dinosaur to fit? I don't think the dinosaur. I feel like the sits. head above you. You wouldn't want to be behind any yeah. of the dinos. <laughs> or you wouldn't see nothing. Actually, I think now that I think about it, the best part is going to be the baseball helmet of ice cream. Yes. I have to pay for that, but still, baseball helmet ice cream. That's the, that is the best. Ice cream's delicious, and you get a free souvenir helmet. Like, that doesn't fit, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's not close. You can put it on your cat. Uh, yeah. so you probably fit small children. Yes. But not really adults. But that takes you back to like when you're six, a lot of ice right? I still remember going to County Stadium when I was young, and we got that was the jam then, right? You did get your ice cream in an old school Milwaukee Brewers. Dairy Queen used to do that. Really? Way back when they had all. Yeah, I remember. I they had, had a whole you bunch could, of like, different collect ones. Them yeah, basically. like each week was a different MLB team. Now they just have MLB teams on the cup. printed on the cup. My, my boys were jacked when, when we went to DQ last week and they handed them that cup and there's all the teams. If they don't flip the blizzard over, is it free? Is that a thing or why? I think yeah. that's still a thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Did they not, Did they not flip, flip you? your blizzard? Uh, no, I told my kids that, and they're like, they literally, were, they didn't flip mine, and like, <laughs> like we should go back there and they, they like, turn around. Uh, yeah, they flip no, them like, here in Seymour. Yeah, well, well and like them. I said, they, and I was like, "Did you watch them or not?" Because I don't think you knew about this till I just told you. So <laughs> my favorite is if even if you ask for a cover, they still flip it. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, but it. It, it defeats the purpose. Yeah. The thing hey, is, they, if the blizzard they, comes out, they're going to make it. They are not one. giving you a free one, man. They're not taking <laughs> any chances. My favorite is when people don't know that that's a thing. And, and they just you know, like, you look at the shock. You, look I, I love, yeah, like watching out-of-towners at the local they, DQ. And they're like, why would you flip that? You know, like, why are you going to dump it out? Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I'm related to He's dumping my ice cream yeah. out. Did, did you know that if you say welcome to Moe's quicker than the people at, at Moe's, Moe's say it to you, it's free burrito? So you got to like, you got to like time it and you got to open it or you got to yell it like right away. Did you free do burrito. it? Oh yeah. Did it work? Yeah. Really? There's places that won't, but there's places that will. There's a dude in, green, in the Green Bay one and like we used to go to that one all the time because. Where is there even another Moe's? I think that's I the one in too, I think. Is there? I've only ever been to the one in Green Bay. There's one in Appleton. Maybe not. Maybe we just went to the Green Bay one because I was the only one that was around. Anyway, we got free burritos in there. I know that. When I was in Florida, the guy would not give us free burritos. <laughs> Ooh. They always had kids eat free on Sunday. Yep. Like most did? Yeah. I don't know if they do anymore if COVID kind of shut down. I would just get a bag of chips and just hammer the salsa bar there. I mean. It is a good salsa bar. They got tons of salsa, man. It's not as good as Quiznos pepper bar, but. 
Are those even around? Yeah, Quiznos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's one around here. Maybe the last time you went to Quiznos, you listened to your A track on the way there. Probably. Whoa, did. okay, not that long ago. <laughs> it was CDs. Quiznos was still the CD era. It's funny. I just saw a tweet the other day. It said these kids don't even know about a Quiznos, and I was like, Yeah, Quiznos was around when I was a kid, but it's it's been around for a while. Crazy. It's like a rotodial phone. Just don't see them anymore. All right, you guys ready to talk about some of the upcoming June dairy breakfasts? I love breakfast, so I can't see how this could go wrong. And you love farms. I do love farms as well. So so since June is dairy month, we've got a rundown here of some of your local breakfasts that are happening as soon as this weekend. So starting with the Sunday, June 5th. Now, are these all... Did anybody look through the list? Are they all Sundays or... Cause it, I think there's some that have Saturday ones, too. There is some that are Saturday. They're mostly Sunday. So first up, one near and dear to Bill's heart. Yes. Brown County Breakfast on the Farm. That's going to be where, Bill? Brickstead Dairy, Wayside Road in Greenleaf. Are you going? I'm going to try. Like Summer is so packed with baseball for us, so it just it just depends. Are you guys going, taking your kids? Or are you going to go to... Well, I'm, I'm going to be at this one for sure. Like That's what this you're going one to. I'm going to like I've been to Brick's Dairy a while ago, but never yeah. for he does. Is he doing that again this year in August? He always yeah, does like sunset, a sunset. sunset. He is yes. So he will be hosting both things. That's cool. Yeah, I, I was like, I mean, he's got the. They've done this. I think at least breakfast once before, and the sunset they do. They used to do yearly when before COVID, and then of course that just turned everything upside down. But so he's got this. This like bringing people on the farm thing. He's got it. Yeah, it is cool when you go to a farm that's done tours and knows how to do them well. We had a fourth grade field trip where my kid went, and we like a weeks ago, and I went with, and it's actually one of Bill's farms, and they had it like down yeah. how to have people at the farm. Like it was great. Like the farmer himself was in the parlor, like squirting people with milk. And just it was it right. was there was milk in uh, the cow. Like yeah, that. here's raw milk, kids. No, it yeah. was open and your like, mouth. Yeah, it play, was. Hey man, play the hits. No, it was great. <laughs> and then like the kids could like it, like you just could tell they were comfortable because the kids were wild. It was a Friday afternoon and the kids were crazy. But Who of course, a field they, trip on a Friday right, afternoon. No, it, it, well, but, it was your kids too. So <laughs> They're always wild. Why would they you were, do a field trip on a like, Friday afternoon? The oh best my was God. like they got a place where they have um, calves like in a big straw pen, like a bed pack. And kids were literally just like laying in the straw with them for like, like some of those kids we could have left there for two hours and they would have been fine. <laughs> you could have done the whole tour like, and then come back yeah. and like, all right, Billy, it's yeah, time to get like, back on the bus. Like you just, didn't have the one teacher. Oh, it's so stinky here. <laughs> it was pretty good. Oh, wait, he's gone. Never mind. I did have one other parent who was like his you know, is this what farms are like now? And I didn't know how to answer that either. Is this what farms are like I'm now? like, I, yeah. Like they're, <laughs> Why wouldn't This it? is a farm and it's like this. Yes. I don't, yeah. Yes, We're out of farms. Farm, so yes. Yeah. There's large ones. There's, this is a larger one. Like there's small. I, yeah. I was just some questions you don't really was it, know. Was it answer. a positive? I, that's what I was. I couldn't. I could not. Like? I could not tell. I, I could not tell. So, yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing. With this farm is, he's got his own little wagons, you know, his little tour guide wagons. They, I mean, they, some farms do, most of them don't, but he's got the wagons. 
he's got his route planned out where what they're all going to see. We we even you know we talk about it in the winter time like where are we going to plant cover crops? Where are we going to plant you know different grasses or different things he wants to try in the farm so that it's set up well for these tours because he's having these tours a lot. So does he get the uh, the trailers from the guy up in Gillette? He's got actually he's got his own trailers he's with his own logo them. and they're painted black and white cow print and nice. I think probably of any of these farms we could go up and ask him like this week or the week before the breakfast is probably just bananas with Oh yeah, there's a lot to do. You gotta get things set up. You don't know like parking you plan for, but if the weather turns then might have to bust people in. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into these. The, the weather part of a breakfast yeah. to me is wild of farms. Like, yeah. that's the hardest part. Is it's, you could just it's Saturday it, and Sunday this I weekend. Mean, there's chances of rain. So. Let let what's the biggest part of at an a, event on a farm? Like, let's talk about ten years ago when Out of Game you hosted uh, <laughs> Farm Tech Days and. The parking was hey, just hey. a mat, a royal. Let's not bring up any no. PSD, PTSD for anybody. <laughs> it's right? ten years ago. We can, we can be all right. And parking is just that when you the, when you have an event, that was the biggest crap show of yeah, the whole thing, right? And if you can't get people in and out efficiently, they're not happy. Yeah. So it, that's what to me with these is like a farm like this where hopefully they're set up and used to it. I I know Brown County. I've been to a couple where they would go to the school. And you know, if it was too in. wet, and then yeah. they would go to like a school yeah. or something, bust them. I mean, that was always nice because, you know, then people aren't bombing around in the field, but it still wasn't, I don't know, there was... Parking here is going to be right across the road from the dairy. They're kind of at a spot where they can close roads down really easy so you can get traffic flowing nice. nice. There's no, they're not on a major highway. They're close to a major highway, but they're not on it. So so. it's not terrible to get there because you do have big roads in the near vicinity. Right. But for them, they can close everything down and be like, all right, Nobody's going south on this road anymore. And the yeah. field and is far enough from town and off the main road that it's not going to be an inconvenience. No, no. Yeah. You can get there from the pier really easy, well, you know. And like you said, they know what they're doing. Right. They've been through this before. Right. Here's the other So parking's hard on these air breakfasts. And then how do they know how many people to expect? expect? I mean, you could get 1,000. You could get 8,000. Right. I well, mean, it's just like this. That That's the other hard part is. How do you know what, like, how to quantify? And I feel like, in general, these are getting bigger. And I'm going to make the, I'm going to like call it before June dairy month starts is like this year, like coming out of COVID, these are going to break records. Like, some of these are going to be just, just, yes, they're going to be. Well, so we had Max Stradamus this year. We got Todd Stradamus. (laughs) Yes, um, (laughs) the June dairy month. You you know that the, the attendance for dairy breakfast is determined entirely on what the weather is at yeah, 7 true. o'clock the morning. morning right. Yeah. If it's already 80 degrees and humid, you know it's going to be a long day because it's going to be too hot for everybody all day. And then, like, the poor guys who got to stand next to the to the egg egg cooker. Oof. And Brown County, and I think a lot of these, when I looked at advanced tickets being cheaper, these advanced tickets, 8 bucks at the door, 10 bucks. which I feel like that you do advanced tickets like, Really cheap, just to get a no, you know, get a number on count of what's going to be there. Oh, it's one less volunteer and, that you have to have on I, the I day just, of too. You yeah. don't have to have someone sitting there selling tickets. But in general, and like here, this one you can buy them right online, which is kind of nice yeah, and stuff. Nice. So that that is, you know, a lot of a lot of them have like a local grocery store you could go to, things like that to buy advance tickets, and some have online options now. All right, <clears throat> other ones happening this weekend. Dodge County's Dairy Brunch will be held at Coolman Farms 
on Nina Road in Horicon. Washington County Breakfast on the Farm be held at Dornacker Pride Acres. Ooh, we got this one on the, the wrong weekend, I think. It's the Saturday, June 11th. Mm. Just <clears throat> copied and pasted. <laughs> I guess. Wait, we had June. So the June 5th ones are Brown County, Dodge County. Uh, then June 11th, which is a Saturday. Saturday, there you go. Be Washington County and Dane County. So Washington at Dornacker Pride, or Prairie Acres, not Pride. And Hag Dairy down in Dane County. So then next Sunday, so a week from this Sunday, June 12th, got Marquette Dairy Breakfasts down at the Marquette County Fairgrounds. That's always interesting. How do you guys like do that? Because Wapaka does that too, right? Too, yeah. Yep. I've never gone to one at a fairgrounds. I feel like I just go to the fair. If I'm gonna absolute go. like, venom and hatred for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really... I, it's a breakfast on the farm. Then it's just a breakfast. It's yeah. probably easy for the the dairy promotion board in that county because well, and park, they don't like have all the issues just, we just talked about parking. And yeah, stuff. Like right, you're, right. You're in a fixed area. You, yeah, all the logistics the are figured out, which would be really. And there's ways I'm sure to bring the farm out to an event like that. Obviously, having calves and that, but it, the the true idea of this is to get people on farms is a. To me, a bigger deal. It's not to get them. I don't. Know, to me, it's not just to feed them a breakfast. It's more the farm part than the breakfast part. So, I, again, I I I know it's hard to find farms to volunteer for it and do it and all that. So I get that. Where I, if it's all set, just Todd, Todd, you probably know the Westfield area better than the other three I, of us. Is is Marquette County just not? Is there just not, not that many farms? That there, there's not a lot of farms anymore. I. I wonder though too if you could. I mean, there's enough crop farms over that way, and there's some dairies, but crop, but not a lot of dairy. No, but there on this list, there's some other crop farms that aren't necessarily dairies either. Um, When we get to the, it'd be like in the Green Lake area. There's one that's going to be a a crop farm. So, I I just think the, yeah, maybe we just got to open this up to more farms. Like I, I at a crop farm, you could still be in a machine shed and seeing a lot of machinery and. It'd be a little different, but it's still good. I guess what I should say is it's. I'm glad those counties are still doing something. Correct. That's it's better than not doing anything, but I don't like it at all. It, but I, there's still venom. I yeah. went. I, I did go to the um, Wapaka County one. The fir- I think it was the first year it was at the fairgrounds, and it was fine. Like It wasn't bad. They did, they did a good job. It's just it's not, it's not breakfast on the farm. It's going to the fairgrounds. When so. you brought up a good point, Todd, machinery is a big draw. Usually a lot of kids I, like to crawl all over the tractors. Right. And so even if you don't have cows, you... And some of these crop guys have beef. So, I mean, you, there's something to look at, I guess, as far as animals go. But also happening next weekend is our home county breakfast on the farm, out of Gamey, be at Van Rossum Dairy, Sunday, June 12th. They're off of County Road UU in... Kakana, Wisconsin, I think. Is that how it's pronounced, good? <laughs> yes. Kakana, Wisconsin. <clears throat> One cool thing that I forgot to highlight at the Brown County, but some of these do have a church service, like at the Outag- Brown Counties has one, and then at Outagamey they have a 7 a.m. Yep. prayer service provided by St. Clair's Parish in Wrightstown. So that's kind of neat that some of these are are doing that, you know, our head. And I've gone to, like, when I was at Wickman's, I went to the church service. It was cool. You know, it was, like, that was just, like, a beautiful day, and the sun was just coming up. Like, yeah, yeah it was It was just Go really neat to, and, yeah. 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 
I know through COVID we had enough outdoor church, so maybe we're used to that, and it doesn't matter. But it's still kind of cool to have like an outdoor church, and then you just go. You didn't sit on hay bales under your tent. No, that's the cool part. You did not. And then even like out of game, he's got a pedal tractor pull, weigh in at nine thirty, and then pulls at ten thirty, and that's cool. You know, just where you get kids giving her, and and that's a lot of fun. The local musicians are awesome that they're having music jar band. Music yep. jar band. Music jar band. They played at my uh, my high school graduation party, and it's a bunch of re- <laughs> uh, retired or current law enforcement guys. So they're pretty cool. Music jar band. Yep, absolutely. So I'm a big fan. That was my recommendation to the to the board that they should have music jar because mm. I like they they're awesome. I mean, they play just about anything, and they're cool dudes. So. That breakfast has been like on hold for for two years. Two, two years. Two. This is like their third go at it, isn't it? Yep. They should have everything perfect by now. One would think, right? They should. Yeah. COVID, and then it just well last that, year they just kind of didn't have it. Well, it was end it COVID. It was kind of the same thing. Yeah. It was not not sure. Nobody wanted to hold the event without you yeah. know normal. All of a sudden, you have five hundred people show up when you've got food for five thousand. That's not great. Well, and it's it's that you have to pull the pin on it for the year in. Really in February, they, right? Right. I mean, right. They got to order the food. Yeah, you can't wait until the week before and be like, "Ah, oh, how's how's COVID doing this week? Ah, oh, I guess we'll have it." You know, it's gotta. You can't send back. It's kind of like it's kind of like postponing your wedding. Of dozens <laughs> of eggs. Here's a McDonald's voucher for the drive-through. Uh, thanks for coming. You, know, Todd, you talk about attendance. I think out of Gamey County is the biggest like dynamic of that because I always heard if the farms are close to Appleton, like they're really attended well and if you get them further away from appleton the attendance drops i remember like back in the day two week i remember mom and dad trying to get breakfast on the farm right and they just never came this way in the yeah. county you know they'd rather be like closer to appleton but and maybe i just remember that wrong as a kid because that <laughs> i don't know it's it's also a lot of work at hosting these and cleaning stuff up and all that for them but matt your family had it eons ago now Did yeah, they, do you remember the attendance like... <clears throat> It was a, five six. I was around five, I think, between yeah five fifty five hundred something like that. That's a lot of people. Oh yeah, it's and their farm was not very big, so it was a lot of people in in a fairly small area. That's I think the hardest part is just having the room. Like if you you have a county where you're going to have ten thousand people, you, you can't logistically. It's very difficult to do on a small farm. Because you have to have enough acres to park on. Like right. parking on the road, I remember when we were kids walking yeah. very long distances, parking yep. on roads, which they don't really even let you do anymore if, unless you can shut down the road. And like the traffic plan and everything, there's so more, it's so much more complex, it seems now than like, it was. Like when, a concert at the Rush Center, what are those bringing for people? Like, is it 10,000? Yeah. And like a Bucks game is 15,000. You know, like, like these are like, that's what for me just blows my mind is, you know, we're not planning this where it's going to be a couple thousand people anymore. They're, they're quite large. And I I was at one in Fond du Lac County one year where I think they were expecting about 6,000 and like 8,000, 9,000 showed up and it was just, they did well and like, you know, people went home happy, but it was, yeah, it was like touch and go for a while. They were like, holy man, like 
where are all these people coming from? Yeah. The Rush Center total holds 10,200, 10, according to this. So for a concert, it's probably more like 8,000. Yeah. Because they do close off one Part end of, of the it. bowl. Yeah. Anyway, do you, so I got to ask, do you guys do the, like the full tickets and everything breakfast, or do you just do the uh, show up, pick up a manure scraper, and try and clean up behind <laughs> people? Well, I've never gone just to go. Yeah, like I've only gone to, <laughs> to scoop it. ice cream or work it or something. I've never gone just. Yeah, I've done both because we went to go like. Well, you guys have kids, so well, I right? See you guys just but it was going. just like twice. It was gone to go. You know, mostly it's gone to work it, and then I've even taken my kids, like back when we had to scoop ice cream. Now Culver's scoops a lot of it. You know, they just come and provide it. But we're you know we went and hung out for a while, and then it. Me and one of the kids went and worked for a little while, and that that's a good that's a good day where you're a little both. So otherwise, there's been times where you scoop ice cream and you're like, oh, we'll go to the first shift. And the first shift was like eight to ten o'clock, and then not enough second shifters show up, and, and then you're, you're scooping just scooping ice cream scooping on the second yeah. shift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and actually, one like for about three years, my job at the Oda gave me was just to get out ice cream enough to to melt so you could scoop it and not for, you know like rip your arm off because. It, or not be able to scoop it Not at have all. carpal tunnel for the... Like, there'd be times to scoop an ice cream, like, the ne- whole next week, like, your arm just hurt because, you you know, like, it just was insanely stupid. Tip your ice cream scoopers at the dairy breakfast, okay? They're working hard. No, no. Is it, in the other part, you don't get, like, it's not a one-gallon... No, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. It's like a five-gallon... No, five, three, three, maybe. Three-gallon, yeah. three-gallon tub those, of it. It's so, those paper, cardboard type. Right, right. The three-gallon tub. So, like... The outside would be like real easy to scoop, but like the whole two gallons in like the middle the was core. just like a rock hard chunk of ice cream. So literally, too, we had a technique where you'd you'd get them out like an hour before you're going to scoop them, so the outside would be melted enough, and then you'd put it back, kind of you know, put it to the side once you got to that middle core. Yeah, it was just to scoop that many scoop. I mean, it's eight thousand scoops of ice cream. Like it just, and then you end up wearing more ice cream than anything. <laughs> I'm big on the buy my ticket and then don't go through the breakfast line and just clean up. Like, I just kind of walk around <laughs> and try and make sure, like, things... Like, I don't sign up for a shift or anything, but I just walk around and I pick up garbage. I You're sc- the silent volunteer. Yeah, I scrape like- the alley. Like, you know, because they try and keep everything clean, but every once in a while, you know, they get behind, so I just... You're, you're the guy on like Scour's Watch with the calves or what? Or like, or, like, <laughs> or like, wait, you know, if it's at one of the farms that you know works with us or no works with me specifically it's kind of like wait and when you see someone ask them if they need anything like because it's the for the fam for the host families this is a this is a big day yeah it's a long day and it's a stressful day i think and they can't be you know they gotta basically just be there they, they just can't have, have, smile yeah, and they, wave right boys, you couldn't have because they're gonna be doing stuff all yeah okay. I, I gotta think it bill i think when my uncle had it it was more like 3,500, because I think they planned for 5,000, and we didn't quite get there, so maybe four. It rained that morning, so it was... I still remember it was a lot. It was a lot of people, but... That was the one that I kind of, like, because it was somewhat local, like, most of my my in-laws and my kids and my wife were there, so I kind of worked a little bit, and then I remember sitting, and then we went to the... The Bob Shu uh, petting zoo, petting zoo, and checked out the llamas and all that stuff. So I'm going to my first ever just go to enjoy this yeah. summer. It's already planned. We'll talk about it next week. But. 
All right. And wrapping up next weekend, we've got Manitowoc County Breakfast on the Farm at Grotegut Dairy in Newton. And Oconto County will also be having theirs June 12th at Blazer Farms right off of Highway 22 near Gillette, Wisconsin. So <clears throat> there maybe you go. If, maybe if they were closer, you could do some jumping, go to out of gamey for early breakfast. Well, I think a, Mike Austin used to, like, that's what he would do. He'd, like, hit one... Get on his right private helicopter and have to like drive around and try to hit as many as he could. Yeah, I remember his son telling us that. So, so all right, next week we'll talk about some more upcoming breakfasts that will be happening throughout the month. But now we'll move into our spotlight for today. So today we're talking GDUs again. <clears throat> as our spotlight. So today we're here in Seymour, Wisconsin. To date, we have received 431 growing degree units. Our normal, quote unquote, is 368. So we are about 63 degrees above normal. For the next two weeks, we're expected to hit 626 growing degree units. She's going to slow down now. Well, yeah, this week, and <laughs> if we're supposed to hit 62, I think, for the high on Saturday. They, they moved it up a little now. 60 only on Sunday, I thought, too. Yeah. yeah, it's not. And next week, there was some 60s, too. So it was hovering around 70. So we're not going to make huge gains, but we are still ahead of, of normal. For now, having had a couple really warm days earlier this week. Got 68 on Saturday, 66 on Sunday. Yeah. So Sun Prairie down in southern Wisconsin, they are at 571 growing degree units. Their normal is 409. So they are 162 growing degree units ahead. And their next two weeks, are they're expected to hit 770. And finally, in the Northwoods, Crevitz, Wisconsin, they're sitting at 430. Their normal is 321, and so they are 109 GDUs ahead of normal. Their extended forecast, they're expected to hit 598 in the next two weeks. So, With those GDUs, Max, your cottage that up there in Wasaki, that grass must just be growing. I was just about to say, food plots look great in Wasaki. That's wild. I mean, the next 14 days are basically going to be the same as Seymour. You know, like, you're going to have different... Last year, too. Yeah, you're going to have different areas where you catch up and then... I don't know how you count this, because they had frost last week. (laughs) Okay. So, I don't know. I was lying about the food plots. They just got planted, like, last week late, because they had frost. So, I don't really know. (laughs) Yeah, they got these growing degrees, but it got really cold last week. So... All right, so that's where we're at with GDUs. Now we'll move into the Ag History Minute. Gotta love that banjo. All right, June Dairy Month, it's here. Wisconsin has long been known as America's Dairyland. Every time you drink a glass of milk or eat a piece of cheese, you're celebrating that fact. But if you really want to explore why the state earns that brand... Get out to the rural areas during June. So June Dairy Month is in Wisconsin, has been going since 1937. During its first two years, the celebration was called National Milk Month and ran from June 10th to July 10th. The promotion expanded in 1939 to include more dairy products. 
1940, Governor Julius Heil proclaimed June to be Dairy Month. Since then, America's Dairyland has led the way with many communities offering dairy breakfasts, ice cream socials, cow milking contests, parades, and festivals. One of the best ways to get a real appreciation for the importance of dairy in the state is to go to a breakfast on the farm. Several counties around the state hold annual breakfasts at at a host farm, and if you have kids, it's a great experience. So bring them on out and enjoy June Dairy Month. 1940. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right before we got into World War II. The, the best was their original theme was keep youthful, drink milk. That is a awesome <laughs> original theme. The, the Ju- June 10th to July 10th is a while, like, and I didn't find anything you gotta, why you got to get away from memorial day you don't want do you think they did yeah they didn't well is it when is flag day flag day is in june sometime too isn't it or is that may because right. memorial forget. day can fall in june 1st right or june no june? it's always the last month well yeah it's always the last week in may. yeah last full weekend in may yep no there are some some holidays that move around memorial day is not one of them <clears throat> All right, thank you to all our listeners out there, and I know you're excited about June Dairy Month. We also want you to be excited about our podcast and tell a farmer friend before they could have been in their tractor planting listening, so they've missed out all of that great time with us. But now uh, we'll be into, you know, you're making hay right now. We got all kinds of fun time in the tractor yet this summer. So tell a farmer friend. You search Tilth Talk Radio on Apple Podcasts on your iPhone or on an Android phone, download apps like Podcast Addict, Podbean, and Player FM. And you can also listen on your computer or smartphone browser. Go to tilthegg.com slash podcasts. We're now available on Amazon Music. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tilth Talk Radio. All right. Thanks, Todd. Now we'll move into... Our cool beans, that's corny, and some current events. So cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Max just did like a yawn. Cool beans. That was a. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> sure if I had to step in there and. I didn't know if I was going to make it. it I was he trying was to like, get it all. Yeah, it actually came out perfect. Man. It sounded like you were really excited. <laughs> we have a cough button and a sneeze button. <laughs> yeah, but it is like not the, a yawn button. All right, our cool beans this week. Automated drones could scare birds off of agricultural fields. So. Just another use for that drone. In the future, cameras could spot blackbirds feeding on grapes in a vineyard and launch drones to drive off the avian irritants, then watch for the next flock, all without a human nearby. Washington State University research team has developed a system to do this, and they are uh, hoping to provide some support to agriculture and scare away some pests. They've got an algorithm that will target birds. Now, what is a sandhill crane predator? Because I'd like to see what, if we can dress up a drone like one to really spook crop them scout. out of the field. Yeah, crop scout. I remember we tried with you were flying the drone that time, and we're like, we'll just try to like spook them out. Of spook the field. them out. Yeah. Ah, don't put the, that on tape. Uh, on but tape. they didn't even do it. Like they. Honestly, it was like they were watching it and just more intrigued. Well, than, they took off and then flew like twenty feet and stopped. Yeah, yeah. like it. They didn't. They did not care. Like it I was, feel like this would work better than those 
those uh, guns they have at the, the air like, oh, yeah. like in the marshes. Yeah. yeah. Like in the But mar- this too, marsh. you wonder if they'll just like treat it. I don't know. It's wild to me that they can. Yeah. Like the. I mean, you're not hunting them, but like, the, what's the rules on that? Of it, currently, this is illegal in Wisconsin. Okay, that's so, what I was. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, you cannot hurt. It's harassment. Yeah, yeah, I would think that would be bad. So we, I looked this up because we we were looking for a different place to hunt ducks, and we thought, oh, if we can get the drone up and fly over these water holes, and we don't have to walk in there, and you can see. And we we're lo- kind of looking at the rules, and we're like, nah, I don't think eh, definitely not legal to do that. So yeah. We're scouting our fields, so right. No, that I'm, and and this too. Like, if you're chasing them out at a, I, I would think some birds sooner or later would like basically attack your drone back. And I mean, you see those set her down. Little, you little know, blackbirds like, fight a hawk. I yeah, mean, like yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, so. they said they they're looking at adding noises uh, besides oh, just sure. the drone, drone sounds, so distress calls or predatory predatory noises. Um, but coyote howl, coyote howl would probably be a good one for, for some species, but, uh, yeah. So it's an interesting concept. Maybe something we'll see more of in the future. And our that's corny for this week. Drought has cattle producers considering their options. So, uh, not so much in our area, but other States have been seeing some drought conditions. We've seen all sorts of crazy weather really this spring. Uh, moving into the summer here. So cattle producers in the western two-thirds of Kansas have had to be flexible. In the best of years, their grazing resources are different from those in the eastern part of the state, but a dry winter and spring with high winds and low humidity didn't help grass coming out of dormancy this spring. So with drought in the foreseeable forecast throughout the summer, many are considering the options for the herd. I know I've seen on Twitter lots of talk of culling herds or... um, you know, just reducing cattle numbers in general due to some of these poor conditions, whether you're flooded out or droughted out in this, as is the case in this article. So that's yeah, just kind of... Think of the, like North Dakota was in that bad drought, and now that you've got too much water, you know, ever since that big snowstorm, it's just kept raining and raining and raining. That it's, it's yeah, it's been an interesting spring that way of certain areas that are still suffering through the drought and certain areas are basically out of the drought into the into the excessive rain category. Well, and if you weren't producing much of a crop because of bad conditions last year, you don't have a lot of inventory to try to alternatively feed your animals. Yeah. You can buy from other places, but it's just kind of a difficult situation. Normally, western hay, you know, that was somewhere where you'd, you might buy hay from, but now they probably don't even have enough to feed their own animals. So... All right, that'll do it for today. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having us, Matt. So this week we talked about some of the breakfasts on the farm coming up as early as this weekend. And next week we'll have some more for you. In our spotlight, we talked about where we're at with growing degree units. Ag History Minute, we looked at the history of June Dairy Month. In our Cool Beans That's Corny this week, Cool Beans was automated drones that could scare birds out of egg fields. And That's Corny was drought concerns have many considering options for their cattle out west so thanks for listening and as always happy farming